0: That's not our theme song. <laughs> <laughs> Hi. What's up? Uh, this is going to be a different show because uh, we've been postponing the recording of this. I am a bit sick, better, but I've been sick, like harder the flu. And so uh, my voice can be, uh, can sound weird. And I also a bit delirious because of the, all the drugs, um, <laughs> medicine type of drugs, not the recreational type of drugs. <laughs> or, uh, no, boy. <laughs> so this is going to be fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hi, how are you?
1: <laughs> I'm doing good. I feel like that's the fifth time that you've told me Probably. Why,
0: Welcome yeah. to layout time. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> um okay, uh I have some weird things on follow-up. Just they're weird. Alright. Uh last episode we talked about the switch. Briefly, like we were doing recommendations and then the conversation just I don't know, for some weird reason ended up on the switch.
1: Wait, is and that like, your way of telling us you bought a switch?
0: Nope, I didn't <laughs> buy a switch. Actually, it's like the the exact opposite. I am I was like on the fence, like not really, but I was like mm, maybe that'd be cool, uh, but now uh, I've I've seen a couple like videos online and stuff of like a bunch of people having weird problems on launch. Which like I'm not saying like you know I'm not pointing fingers at Nintendo or whatever. It's a new console, it's a new product, uh, and it's like first generation. Uh, there's problems, but anyway, there were that, that video enough was enough to dissuade me is that a word i oh, don't know yeah um i'm on drugs uh to from buying it so i'm not i'm not um i'm not gonna buy it at least for now
1: huh shocking oh. <laughs> and... i i do think though looking at some of the screenshots i think that the zelda game like the graphics look terrible
0: no it's a style it's a, like a cell shading type of style it's i don't know what kind of style that bad. is
1: but that looks to me like a low-res style.
0: <laughs> now, uh, do you know uh, about cell shading? I think that's... like I'm not an style, expert on cell shading. Style? No. <laughs> cell shading. Like, I Wikipedia. get the whole,
1: like, cartoony feeling that yeah, they're trying to give it. But, like, beyond that, like, just looking at the anti-aliasing... I don't know if that's a thing for video games, but it feels like the the edges are like are, aren't crisp. So I don't know. Maybe it's, maybe it's just bad screenshots.
0: I'm gonna add a entry, a Wikipedia entry on cell shading to <laughs> sure. the show notes. People can, if, not, if you don't know what I'm talking about, I don't know. I I feel like uh, it looks good and like I I haven't heard bad things about the game. Right. I heard bad things about the Switch, like the console, right? but not about the game. Apparently, like, this is a really good game. And you were surprised that um, I'd never played a Zelda game before. Yeah. turns out, uh, you know, Sam Sofas I was listening to Immutable today, and apparently he also has never played. So it's not, I'm not just saying, hey, Sam, if he can, I can also, you know, it's not an excuse, <laughs> but it's like, hey, it's not that rare of a thing, apparently. I know. Is this an excuse? I mean, Is this lame excuse.
1: Two people in entire world isn't what I call rare.
0: <laughs> All right, okay. You know what? Uh, hey, uh, I think you we'll peeps, have to remedy this problem. Yeah, uh, let's let's do the following. If you listener, if you have never played another game before, tweet hashtag team Rafa,
1: email Rafa, email staff.
0: If you have, don't do anything. Just you know, enjoy oh, the fact that you gosh. have. <laughs> Actually don't, don't I'm just kidding. Kinda. Hi. <laughs> How are you? Uh this is the show. Um uh, yeah, this is the show. Um well for the for the for the past two weeks, like we had have had have I yeah, this is gonna come out tomorrow. Uh there's like two big uh, efforts <laughs> that are gonna be like released. Um and so like, everything happened this past week and this week. So, it's, like, super crazy busy week. But uh we have released over at Netlify um, a new, like, the new redesign type of thing, which is super weird because, it's like, it's not a complete redesign. It's, like, the first step of a huge effort on the new interface. And it's, like, a thing that I've been working on for months and months. Um, and... Like, I don't want to talk about that. I mean, that's that. I don't want to talk about my work. Uh, Why not? If you're on Alfi, like give it a look. Um, <laughs> but here's here's what I want to talk about. And because I this is like my first time working at a like a product company, and you have been working on a product company for a while, um, maybe you have some insights or opinions, uh, whatever. So the thing is, and let's call this segment like um, Rafa the. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's. I, I can, <laughs> It's like super wow. obvious thing that Rafa just found out. Show title. Uh, <laughs> Rafa duh. Um so here's here's the thing. Um uh, a lesson that I've learned in the past let's say year, um is that uh like when you launch something, there are a shit ton of things that you don't know, like context, things that happened, decisions that have been made in like hoops that you had to go through, whatever. Basically, like, I felt like, you know, we wanted to do this huge redesign. And then, because reasons and a lot of good reasons and a lot of things happen, and it's like, you know what? We're going to release something, like this one step. And we have a lot of stuff that we want to release. But right. basically, this this romantic um, view, like idea of, you know, working on this project or product from start to finish and then releasing it on this perfect state and i mean i'm not that naive that i thought like you you, you everything that you release is perfect i know but it, it, it was just amazing to me like what compromises were you know i had to make well right not just me the whole company yeah right? <laughs> so <laughs> it, it was amazing like we at our and i feel like this is uh, this is true for a lot of startups like you can't um you can't hold on like a feature or a redesign or a project or whatever just so long right you can't you have to push and ship stuff uh you know facebook had that famous uh, saying uh, what was it like ship Mo- stuff and, move break, fast things, and or... break things break things <laughs> there you go <laughs> <laughs> close, close enough. i i'm on drugs so uh yeah i mean so it's not it was not like that huge of a surprise but it like if let's just say if uh i was working on like netlify was my company or like my products right and like i didn't know better like i i would not think that i was would be releasing something on this at this state like it's not that it's unfin like it's not complete or you know it's broken nothing like that but instead of releasing like this huge effort in project we're releasing in batches because that's because we need to and that's to be honest that's way better um like in the long term that's a way better thing to do Smarter.
1: yeah i do have that feeling too sometimes of like no no no, no, no. like <laughs> we're not gonna shift this we're not gonna settle for uh something less than our ideals are like we're gonna do everything and we're gonna do the best thing like that's what like we want Opt like the best quality possible um but then you're like well something's gonna go out the door uh and then you realize that oh like reality comes in in the way right like <laughs> <laughs> it's like you can keep working on something forever um and never be done uh but most of the time like the act of shipping something actually makes the product better mm-hmm. because now you're going to have people using it you're going to get feedback you're going to have like the whole loop um you're gonna have to think about your messaging how you're gonna like pitch this how you're gonna sell that your improvement that kind of stuff how you're gonna uh, train your support staff or like even just teach your users how to use it uh going through that whole cycle i think is very valuable um and i think that's why we tend to ship earlier i mean there's other reasons uh that are probably less uh noble (laughs) but uh that's definitely one of them right like it's to just get something out there let's learn from it let's let's see what people think about it um and evolve it from there but but yeah i agree with you sometimes it's it's painful because you're like this thing is going to be amazing but nobody can see that yet um and you just have to keep keep the faith
0: (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) <laughs> um here's another lesson <laughs> um like i'm gonna say to most I'm, I'm gonna say for most startups for most company for most products um like people don't care for redesigns or whatever like they really don't like unless you're like facebook or like you have millions and billions of users people don't care like users mm. usually don't care uh, I'd say I mean you just hate
1: it pretty yeah, much no, all oh, of the
0: time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you humans they hate change. <laughs> um so yeah, you can do like the perfect redesign, you know, you've covered everything. Um people are going to hate it cuz it's different, right? Um but on a grand on a grand scheme of things, like people don't care. They just want to use the thing, right? Yeah so especially like when you're just a startup or a small company or whatever you don't have millions and billions of users so you're not facebook so if you are thinking um uh, of you know this complete redesign new look new branding uh and then this one big reveal like you flip a switch and you you know you open the curtain and here it is and crickets like no one cares like hey cool does it still work cool uh <laughs> That's the best-case uh, that, scenario. Yeah. No, but that that was so liberating to me. Um, this is a very, like, uh, <laughs> this is a weird show. Uh, very emotional, personal show. But, yeah, I mean, I learned this, and this was awesome. This was so liberating when I realized, you know what? No, don't think of this one big effort that, wow, people are going to be, like, clapping, like, oh, my God, I have <laughs> seen this redesign. No one cares. Just make it better. Improve it. Um, and release it while, like in batches that you can control and manage. And like, if this is better than it was, it's good to ship. Like, it's an improvement. You're not going right. backwards. Right. So yeah. Just do it. Yeah, uh, I also those... do you
1: think that big redesigns are overrated in a way. Like, mm-hmm. I've been really interested about the progressive like redesigns lately, mm-hmm. where like you start by changing, like, one element in the header and then changing, like, little bits here and there, updating components, and then mm-hmm. at the end of, like, six months, you you might end up at the same point that if you were, would have just, like, released one big redesign. Um, but, like, the difference there is you're easing your users into it so that it's not mm-hmm. as big of a shock of, like, holy crap, everything's different. Um you're sort of helping them along the way uh, in that transition and I think that can be quite powerful.
0: Yeah, that's yeah, that's exactly what I've been doing uh for the past months. Uh and it's been great because you can also like if you make this one big redesign uh and you release it like you know, like I said, you flip a switch and here it is, the new thing, uh even if you tested it with some, you know, like some some beta tests or whatever, it's a big risk. Right.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. With this
0: gradual thing, you have a lot more room to like course correct and to, you know, to go back and tweak and, and improve on, on your work. Yeah. Um, and we, 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 we've, we've been seeing that, let's say, GitHub, right? I, I feel like this new dark header, we, we talked about it. Um, it feels like this is also a, a smaller play in this bigger project.
1: Yeah. Like, effort. How do you feel about the dark header now?
0: uh now i don't care I right? like you know <laughs> on the first week it was like daunting like oh wow whoa this is huge like this you huge. know calling for my attention <laughs> Huge. uh now it's like uh it's it's the norm now it's like yeah it's good to have. Uh, i really like the um the the oversaturated colors though uh and they they tone it down like I wanna say like two days after the the the, the shifted.
1: Yeah, I think they updated the folder icons or something like that. Um but yeah. They tweaked it a yep. little bit. Which is mm-hmm. good, right? Like that's that's the goal of a redesign and like right. to be able to learn from what people are saying about it and tweak it and make it better and then after like a week nobody was talking about it anymore.
0: Yeah. So. Yeah, 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 and even remember, I seven. Like on the first beta oh, they have like, super thin, airline thin yeah. fonts, and they turned it down. I also. feel like,
1: but I feel like iOS ten was one of those redesigns where it didn't change all that much. People were saying, "Oh, don't worry, don't worry. They're just working on it. They're they're fixing it. It'll be better <laughs> when it ships." But a lot of stuff shipped uh, in a pretty bad state. Um,
0: and I they've think have been mean 7, right?
1: Yeah. They've been updating it now like over the last few years to start looking a bit different, but um, mm-hmm. iOS 7 was pretty rough even when it launched. Um but now I think like we've ended up at a a good place. Uh it's not perfect. Like people are still complaining about lack of uh real buttons and stuff like that, but um I think it's evolved quite nicely over time. Um but I feel like those kinds of like design decisions need that time to sort of sit, see how people use them, see what needs to be changed, uh, and then you can go from there and make it better.
0: So yeah, for sure. you seen the the new uh, off screen thing?
1: I have seen. I was it. I was on the um the newsletter for it, mm-hmm. so, so I've actually seen it before it launched. Um, which is cool uh it was really great to have a behind the scenes look at how does a magazine like that get get made uh, I don't know if you were on the on the newsletter, but um yep. one of the interesting parts uh was like the the spine and like how the cover works um like he had to go through a lot of back and forth and like changing his mind a bunch of times and like tweaking things and um It was pretty interesting to read sort of how that whole process goes, because for us, like when we were designing something uh, for the web or like even apps, things are pretty easy to change. And if you try something and it doesn't look right, you just like change it right away and then done. Right. There's no other than time. Like Mm -hmm. there's not a lot of costs involved uh but when you're making a magazine that's a whole different thing like you can't go back on certain decisions um so yeah it's pretty interesting
0: print am i right
1: (laughs) yeah uh the the new issue looks amazing though uh looking
0: forward to receive mine yeah me too uh i ordered it like they had the uh like a subscription like basically I, i feel like it's the same model but it's just like recurring like it, yeah right yeah uh, that's basically it yeah so yeah i ordered the the next issue and the other one the 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 next one
1: yeah really cool Julie
0: zoo on the cover looking forward to it i love off screen i love that magazine
1: yeah oh can i can i confess something
0: (laughs) no (laughs) of course not
1: all right um (laughs) i i bought pretty much every issue of the magazine uh since it launched but i don't think i've ever read one of them cover to cover (laughs) i like mostly skim it and (laughs) look at the pretty pictures
0: wow oh boy i well i am like the exact opposite it's one of the few magazines or books or whatever that i read like every single word on it like from you know from cover to back like even like the the special thanks to and whatever <laughs> nice and i have uh, let's see here uh, from number 4 and upwards like i never got the chance to 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 buy a 1 to 3 issues and i was on number 8 hey <laughs> plug
1: yeah how how did you get get in there like how how's that whole process happen
0: uh okay so now everyone's going to know how big of a fraud am I? Um, I was uh, no one at the time. Still, I'm still pretty much no one. But at a time, I was even less of a one. Uh, <laughs> like I, I, were, just got, I just landed my first you job. You were at 0.5. Right? <laughs> pretty much. He so, was a beta. <laughs> <laughs> Rafa beta. Um, so I was like, at my first job. like This is the earliest of my career. And uh, I was a huge fan of the magazine. And Kai, um, the 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 creator, uh, the editor, all he, the all of the things, designer, uh, owner, uh, he tweeted something like, I can't remember exactly, but it was like he was looking for some uh, someone with an interesting story in Europe, right? Mm. This is just me like thinking. Probably he was looking like to expand, just not just like people from the Bay Area or something. So uh so he said like hey if you if you're like from Europe in the tech scene and you have an interesting story just i would love to hear from you and i sent him an email and basically i dumped all my um life story and career uh, so far <laughs> uh up to that point and i sent it to him and he was like so this was this was for this segment um that he had planned but and so he was like he responded back to me and said well although you're not really like you don't really fit the um, the thing that I had in mind, but I would still love to have you on. So I, he asked me if I, if I wanted to be on the, um, a day in the life um, part of the magazine. It's basically, I like just say like eight o'clock, I wake up and have right, uh, right. orange juice or whatever. Uh, so, <laughs> I don't uh, I checked my email in bed uh, for three <laughs> hours. <laughs> so, uh, so I did that and I was ecstatic. I was, I was so happy. Still yeah, am. It's my favorite magazine ever. And,
1: <laughs> did you, you know, show your mom?
0: <laughs> I did show my mom. Yeah, I was like, "Hey, mom, I'm in print." Nice. And she's like, "What is off screen? What's in English?" She's like, <laughs> just kidding. No, no, she was she, was, she was, she was, she was happy. Nice. Yeah. That that's my story. <laughs> How do I got to be on off screen? Yeah, I don't think I've ever told this story. Yeah. No, I've that's never heard it. Yeah. This week's episode of Layout is sponsored by UX Pin. UX uh, Pin is the best design platform for agile UX teams. Uh, it's this product that lives in the browser and it allows product teams to collaborate across the entire design development process, right? So what this is gonna do is is gonna get rid of any possible miscommunication between the design and development team. How do they do this? They offer a simple prototyping. They offer this thing called free flow documentation, which is awesome, like you can, you know, uh, explain the reasoning behind all your designs like in this built-in documentation of your all of your mockups. pretty cool. And they also have like a fast commenting on your designs directly on it.
1: They also offer a feature called spec mode. Uh,
0: no pun intended.
1: The spec mode feature auto-generates specs for you. Um, so you don't even have to do any work. Um, that stuff just automatically happens when you're using UX bin. Uh, so developer can easily uh, look, up colors measurements and even copy CSS directly from your designs. so there's no back-and-forth or the developers don't have to interpret what you wanted they can copy that stuff right from your document um, so UX ben really is the single source of truth for your designs they can show both to your stakeholders and to your developers. It takes all of the headaches and guesswork away uh, and gives you a simple interface where you can manage everything uh, and really enjoy working on your design.
0: Now, UXpin has prepared a special deal for all of you layout listeners, uh, and they are offering you guys uh, a week longer trial. Uh, so. In order for you to get that, you go to uxpin.com slash layout. That's uxpin.com slash layout. Um, just have to go there, sign up, and you have a week longer trial. And then if you want to try it and like take our word for it, uh, you can you can just import uh, an existing project if you are. So if you use Sketch or Photoshop and you have like already some mockups, you can, they have plugins for that. You can import all of that to UXpin. So you do that, you have nothing to lose. It's free, um, free trial. And you can uh, take a look at all these features that we just talked about. So our thanks to UX Spin for sponsoring layout and Spec FM. Boom, boom. Um, okay,
1: any design related things <laughs> to talk about? Uh... I just
0: I just went to Designer News, uh, remember that, <laughs> and I I sorted for um, the top posts of the week, mm-hmm. and <laughs> the first post of the week uh, is. Is it just me or did designer news used to be more interesting? <laughs> <laughs>
1: nice. Uh, um, yeah, there isn't a lot. Um, no.
0: Hey, um, Apple, Apple is uh, rumored to announce uh, new products as soon as next week.
1: What do you think of that? Yeah, that's kind of weird to me. I mean, they're, so I guess this article is not saying that they're going to have an event next week, right? Hmm.
0: Hmm. Yeah, because I guess uh, when they send out invites, it's usually like, you know, longer than a week. Yeah. Notice. Um, but the rumored products that they're about to announce release is, are the new iPads. And it'd be weird to announce new iPads uh, just like with a, you know, a site update. Yeah, um, I kind of don't, don't buy it,
1: weird. to be honest.
0: Hmm. So you think they're not announcing anything next week?
1: No, I don't think so.
0: So do you think they're going to have a March event
1: at all? Yes, I think they're going to have an event in April where they're going to announce a new iPad, the 10-inch model, and Mm -hmm. also update the other iPads.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: With just Mm -hmm. like a spec Um,
0: I, I, I I'm interested in... Well, I'm going to wait until they announce it, but I'm like I'm I'm thinking of getting uh, an iPad, whatever the new thing they're going to announce, huh. that's probably what I'm going to get. And not just because hey, Rafa he wants the new toys. Uh it's <laughs> you know, I've been I've always... in the market. <laughs> I've been like I, I don't have an iPad. Um I had the original iPad, then I had an iPad 2, and then I stopped using it. So it never really um it was not worth it for me to, to invest on a new iPad because I was not using it. Right. And never did, and so here we are. And then my girlfriend got an iPad Pro, the nine point seven inch iPad Pro, um, like a couple of months ago now, a while now. And like with the whole uh, Federico Vitici and Ben Brooks and all, like iPad is the future and Apple Pencil and all the innovation. You, for a guy who hasn't used an iPad since the iPad two, there's a lot of new stuff. Um, and so like I've been really interested in getting an iPad. So. Maybe this is uh, the iPad for me. I don't know. Maybe,
1: yeah. I mean, it Maybe. seems like it's going to be the perfect iPad because it's going to be nine point uh, seven inch size, roughly, uh, and but I'll have the resolution of the big iPad Pro. Um,
0: Do you think it's going to be the best iPad yet? <laughs>
1: I mean, <laughs> I I could bet money that this is <laughs> what they're going to say on stage when they announce it, um, hmm. but. Then I'll buy it for sure. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to get it. Um,
0: which, uh, which iPad do you have?
1: <laughs> I have the iPad mini 4. Oh, the right. one that everyone oh hates. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I barely use it anymore. Um,
0: but you used to use it a lot, I used to right? use it a lot.
1: Um, right. But so I think the key difference for me in my life is that as I've become more of a manager. Uh, My (laughs) time outside of work, I I tend to use for design stuff more than I did. Interesting. Because before that, I used to just like write more for my blog and stuff like that uh in my free time oh do you have a blog yeah <laughs> um but i don't do that stuff anymore uh cuz i write so much for work that now when i go home i don't want to write i want to design um so yeah i tend to use my my macbook a lot more uh and i feel like it's gone to the size that uh going from like a 15 inch to the 13 inch that this macbook is so tiny and light and small that i can carry it around and i can use it whenever i i need to um so i don't feel the need for an ipad anymore um the the big caveat to that is my ipad mini 4 is still probably going to run the new ipad features if they ever do get released um Mm And i do tend in general like tend to be more interested by software improvements and hardware improvement um mm-hmm. so I'll still be able to play with the new stuff basically with my existing ipad so this one is just, is like just fine um and then I'll probably get bored after like a few weeks and then not still carry on not using it again um so does your
0: does your ipad mini supports multitasking it does yeah Man, the iPad mini is so weird. Yeah, it, to me, it's like a fake iPad. It's like, like, uh, it, it was like trying to feel in... Well, but the new market. one is going
1: to have the same resolution as the iPad mini, which is, in my opinion, the superior resolution. Um, hmm. So basically everything is smaller on the screen. Uh, it, it's hmm. the same... Well, okay, take this with a grain of salt, but it's roughly the same uh, resolution as your iPhone. Um so if mm-hmm. you look at the current 9.7 inch, everything's just bigger uh and looks mm-hmm. like kind of a toy iPad. If you've been using it <laughs> an iPad mini uh before. Um mm-hmm. so the new one will have the like res the resolution that is closer to the iPhone. Uh so that everything will look smaller on the screen, but you'll have more real estate to do stuff. Um so yeah, should be a really great device. Um but yeah, I do not think that they're just going to announce new devices and put them on the website. Um, and then maybe they could do that for just a spec bump of the existing iPads. But then <sighs> that would probably mean that the 10-inch the iPad has been delayed. Which, I don't know, that might be a plausible thing, right? So, like, the 10.5-inch the iPad delayed to... Either WWDC, but that doesn't really make sense because usually they're now software only, so maybe they yeah. release it with the iPhone. Uh, but that's a huge delay uh for the iPad. Um
0: Yeah. I mean the iPad Pro the 12 put the gigantic one. It's been more than a year. Yeah, now.
1: it's yeah. So that's why like this rumor doesn't add up for me. Like it doesn't it doesn't make sense. <laughs> um so Yeah, I still feel like April event where they bump, they introduce this new iPad, uh, which is going to be funny because it's going to foreshadow a lot of the iPhone event uh, announcements um, with like the smaller bezels and stuff like that. Um, And then bump the iPads and introduce a new iMac Pro uh, in Space Gray. Uh, And yeah, that'll be a good event.
0: That'd be great, wouldn't
1: it? I would love it. I would. I would buy one. I think if it if it came in space, the iMac. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm getting an iMac. Hmm. Going back to the multi-computer I, I yeah, lifestyle. I love the iMac. Yeah, I just can't have an LG display on my desk at home. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> sorry, <laughs> this looks too bad. Uh, yeah. Uh, anyway, one thing that might be interesting to discuss, um, because we're sort of in a period where we're mostly in the dark as to what's going to happen in terms of uh, 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 software for iOS devices. Hmm. Um, so I was curious, like, what would be the top things that are on your wish list for Apple to do this year?
0: Whoa. What it just drop this on me? Uh... I mean... <laughs> I, I, Are you not I, thinking I,
1: about that stuff all the time? N-
0: <laughs> you would be surprised, actually. Uh, no, not for the past month. Um, I don't know. Like, you mean iOS or just like? I mean, basically all of, all them. of
1: them, right? Like, uh, yeah, watchOS, yeah. iOS, TVOS, <laughs> uh, and what's the other one? Oh, macOS, uh, macOS. <laughs> oh yeah, that other one.
0: Um i mean uh well mac OS uh, i think it's always easier because it's just not that big of a deal, and it's gonna be smaller um what 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 is missing like we have Siri already on a mac that was a huge success <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> um like i can't wow, I can't think of anything i well i i only
1: i really I'm want to sure apple find
0: something. I really want Apple to to blow my brains away with with like a WatchOS four. Like here's the here's why I really want to get back into break to Save. Like I've I've reignited development on that app for like three times now, uh, and I've made all like every time I made some progress. Like good. For example, I rewrote the whole app using SpriteKit and oh, nice. using particle effects and stuff like that. But it was never polished enough to, to ship it right so it's oh man, um, this is really frustrating, so anyway I want, I, want, I want to be excited about something
1: I'm also really excited yeah. about new watch opportunities. I think mm-hmm. that's the one that there's so much potential and it's mm-hmm. so bad right now <laughs> compared to what it could be <laughs> that uh, I think they could they could make make huge leaps there um, And I guess my wish yeah. list is, would be like. A combination of hardware and software but um like having an always-on display would be amazing um Mm -hmm. like i think a big thing for me with now that i have airpods is music controls like just Mm -hmm. suck on the watch right now Mm -hmm. they should be part of control center like they are on the phone um and, and i think whenever you have airpods in that are connected to your phone the watch should have the, the music controls on the, the watch face right away.
0: On the watch face? I mean, not necessarily at... on the
1: face, but basically bring up the interface to do pause and, mm. and volume. That mm. would make my life mm. so much better. Like, that's s- such a, I mean, it seems like an easy fix to me, but it's, it would make a huge improvement, I think. Cause you'd be able to tap pause and like change volume and everything without fiddling with your phone or or anything like that.
0: Like they could. Do- well, if you do if you do leave the, the now playing app open, right? Um, like even if you lower your wrist next time, I think it's like right, five minutes yeah. or more. It, it stays open. So I do this when I when I go out running. Yep. Uh, I open the Nike Run Club Plus thing, weird name uh, app, <laughs> and then I I also <laughs> I open the null Playing app. Right. And then this is weird. I never I I still haven't got this. I don't understand how it works. But there's a way for you to double press the crown, the Jill crown, to uh. switch between apps. Um. Yeah. So so I do that basically. Mm-hmm. Like I have the Nike one uh in the forefront to like check the miles and pace and stuff and then I I can double double click on the double press on the digital crown and to the music controls. Because Siri <sighs> Siri is getting worse and worse and worse every time. And when I'm running like the AirPods control thing, maybe it's because I'm you know <laughs> I'm out of breath or something. Uh, maybe my English is not super clear and crisp. Uh but but it's like Siri please lower the volume. Yeah <laughs> <And laughs> And she's like, um, you know, calling uh, your girlfriend or whatever. Uh, And I'm like, no, please stop Siri.
1: Yeah, do you know how many times I use Siri in my AirPods? Hmm. Zero. (laughs) I have no desire to use Siri for that stuff.
0: Well, I have the desire. I just don't have... (laughs) I I just can't. Like, I would love to put on my headphones, uh, well, my my AirPods and say, you know, double uh, tap the thing and say, Siri, play the... Um, the my whatever playlist and it would right that would be amazing. I mean,
1: double tapping your AirPod has to be the least satisfying
0: interaction yeah, I've ever seen in a long time. In your ear canal, it's not pleasant.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's not and it's pleasant. not reliable either. It doesn't work half of the time. You look like a like crazy person tapping did, your ears.
0: Did you notice <laughs> they updated the firmware on the AirPods? Like, what yeah, like three yeah, weeks they did. Ago or
1: something? I don't know what. I think one thing that changed, um, for I'm pretty sure of that, um, is that before the update, um, if you had music playing on your phone, and then you took out your AirPods and put them in your ears, before that, the, music, the playback would stop on your phone, but not resume playing your AirPods, mm. and after the update, now it does. Mm. So basically, it switches to your AirPods. So, For me, the, the, the double tapping thing
0: has become more reliable after the update. Hmm. hmm.
1: <laughs> I haven't really noticed that, but. Yeah. that's I, I'm also not actively trying to use it. <laughs> hmm So, um, yeah, I don't know. Other than that, I feel like the, the watch would be pretty cool with cellular connectivity if they can figure out deals with uh, carriers to basically allow you to just put that on your iPhone plan yeah because imagine like you're going to the beach or you're going for a run you can get your calls you can get text notifications and everything you don't need your phone like no no, i get it i get it i just i'm
0: just not sure that in 2000 in 2017 or 18 or whatever buying a new like the new apple watch and then having to go to your AT&T or Verizon or whatever and then getting a new sim card and putting the sim card in th- and then connecting it to your plant. that just that whole thing just sounds so so medieval <laughs>
1: <laughs> no but that's what i'm saying like they should make it so have deals with carriers so that it wouldn't be an extra charge on your plan that would just be like an extension of your iPhone. But
0: still, you would need to buy a SIM card, a new SIM card. Uh, and stuff. but I don't know. I, mean, I don't know. I don't. I don't. Uh, I don't know.
1: Or they could do like Amazon and like the Kindle yeah. and just have uh, Apple SIM or whatever yeah. in uh, in your watch, and and just have Apple Pay for it, the internet that you use.
0: <laughs> No, like I'm not. I'm not arguing against having cellular data on the watch. I mean that that's amazing and obvious, and it's just a matter of time. Um, yeah. But how we get there, uh, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not not so sure. Uh, one thing that I would love to see on iOS 11 uh, is make make iOS for the iPad great again. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> was it ever? Yeah, great? it was never great. <laughs> like iOS on the iPad today still looks like. A blown up version of ios for the iphone like which was one of the things that steve jobs you know touted and uh, you know um like joked about android uh, uh tablet apps was that they're flu- like just blown up uh, phone apps um yeah. that's still what it feels like on an ipad uh and i don't know really how to hey. feel about that but like before we get even to apps taking better advantage of the ipad like i want to see apple doing that because they need to be the one setting the example and ios itself like the operating system needs to yeah be better on the ipad
1: i've heard that argument multiple times and every time i just want to say to those people be careful what you wish for Hmm. (laughs) imagine like a dedicated ipad software where like it would be harder for uh iPhone app makers to have like the same app just run on your iPad. I'm sure you'd have less apps for your iPad and Apple would only ever update your uh, your operating system every three years. <laughs> no, I don't know that that would be a good thing.
0: Hmm. It would still but, be iOS, you know?
1: Well, so then how is that different from the current strategy? You mean basically have them invest more time in, into the iPad software? which like that i i agree Yeah,
0: with. like like the um what's it called the it's not the today widget anymore, today thing. The swipe from the left. Right. Screen. Yeah, I don't know if right? it has a name. Like now on the iPad it has two columns. Hey, it's like cool. Uh, I mean, I'm all for it. Just do more like that stuff, yeah. you know. <laughs> like take that's like the the smallest step you could make because for the longest time, like notifications and all, it was just like this single narrow uh, sheet on on the middle of the screen, of the iPad, which is ridiculous. Um, and I guess you could you could make the same argument for hey, how come you don't you're not arguing about macOS, you know, being being the same on a twelve inch MacBook adorable or a twenty seven five k iMac. Um, but it's like the the, the os there yeah feel like i mean is better, right?
1: it, like it's like saying computer. well look at the iphone uh the iphone 7 and the iphone 7 plus like they're using the same os like they're fine well yeah like of course they're using in the same being used in the same context
0: well the difference exactly. is exactly well like, that's the same thing and, between and like they do. a
1: 13 like- inch mac and a 27 inch mac Right? Like I don't think that there is that much of a difference in how people use these devices, whereas how people use an iPad and mm-hmm. how people use an iPhone is very different, so the software needs to be different
0: yeah yeah, so basically what we're trying to say is we have no idea what Apple could do, but we want them to do something
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean one thing that's that I would love for them to add is lane guidance in maps because that's the number one reason I use Google Maps because like the what? actual um, I mean, the directions are pretty good. Like, they're pretty accurate here. Uh, but they don't have line- lane guidance. So it doesn't tell you which lane to oh. be in. Well, like wait, the, uh, Google wait, Maps wait, wait, wait. does.
0: It doesn't tell you which lane, but it says, like, keep left or keep right.
1: Right. But uh, Google Maps, what they do is they show you basically all the lanes and they tell you, okay, you can be in the two rightmost lanes right now.
0: Wow. I don't think. I don't think they have that in Portugal.
1: Yeah, that's super useful. Huh. Tells you basically like where you should be even though you don't have to like turn or do anything right now. Hmm. Um and that's I think such a huge improvement cuz most of the time they tell you like at the very last minute it's like, "Oh, you should have been on the the rightmost lane." And it's like, "Crap, now I have like <laughs> three lanes to cross before I get there." Um so yeah, I think that'd be a really good addition. Um other than that, like, obviously Siri and that kind of stuff needs a lot of work. Um, I would love to see a, a dark redesign of uh, the UI for go. iOS. Mm-hmm. I think that'd be neat, um, especially if they're switching to uh, OLED. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't think it's going to happen.
0: We, we could do recommendations uh, before we go because we have 10 minutes. This show on Netflix called Love, and it's on season two. I mean, season two. Just oh, came
1: out. right, 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 right. You watch it? Yeah, I've heard of this. No. <laughs> I, okay. I added it to my list, but I saw I feel some like it's a super underrated
0: it. show. Like, I love it. I love it. But uh, I haven't. Uh, actually, I don't think I know anyone who watched it. So. Huh. 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 And I want to recommend again that game. <laughs> this is so freaking good. I'm <laughs> wow. almost at the end. Hey, uh, I need like I yeah. I'm gonna create a, a whole new podcast just to talk about that game with someone. Okay. People on the street. I'm gonna like <laughs> find random people on the street saying, "Hey, if you play this," they say yes. I drag him to a studio and we record a podcast.
1: <laughs> but and by studio you mean your apartment?
0: Mm-hmm. Is that weird? Uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I Think it might be a little. Uh, okay. Have you seen that that new app called? Kite compositor
0: yes i have um i haven't I haven't tried it i've seen videos it looks pretty cool
1: all right i'm gonna give you homework
0: oh my god okay
1: <laughs> <laughs> so i tried it very briefly um mm. but so it's also a homework for me oh uh for next show we're both gonna try kai compositor <laughs> uh see how it is and talk about it next week.
0: Rafa didn't do any research. Kevin, <laughs> Kevin wouldn't let him. <laughs> okay. Rafa's
1: going to do his homework though.
0: All right, all right. Okay. Uh, I'm going to do my homework. Uh, all right. Okay.
1: Oh, okay. and you know what? Hmm. I just started watching
0: Westworld. Good for you, dude. <laughs> Good for you. Uh in which episode are you on? Episode number two. All right, all right. Everyone has started. Yeah, so to start not very somewhere.
1: far yet. Um, yeah, early thoughts. Uh, it's, I feel like it's to be expected, uh, but it is kind of slow. Like, I don't really know where this is going, hmm. uh, and I don't really know which characters I'm supposed to be following or rooting for. <laughs>
0: so you finished episode two or you're
1: uh i'm almost finished i think i have like three minutes remaining okay
0: episode two (laughs) uh, i feel like it explains a lot better well it gives you stronger hints as where the show is going
1: yeah i'm starting to get more of a sense of okay like Mm -hmm. what kind of show this is Mm -hmm. um but it's still not I don't. Know, I, I'm still not fully invested in the story yet.
0: Okay, keep at it. In yeah, yeah. I don't
1: want to. I bought the whole season, so
0: bought it I am not watch it.
1: Yeah, it was it was like super expensive too. It was I think forty fifty bucks. Um, okay, well oh yeah,
0: yeah I'm on the HBO thing, so
1: I'm I mean I'm happy yeah. to pay for it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, no, it's as long okay. as I
1: get easy access to it. It's not a problem for me, but
0: it's. Yeah. This violence, uh, the lights have violent ends. <laughs> yeah. You know what else has a violent end? This episode. This <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Uh, this was it. Uh, the um, special episode of Kevin only has one hour and Rafa is on drugs uh, of Layout. Thanks so much for uh, listening in. And uh, if you want to take a look at all the show notes and, you know, listen to more episodes of this show, you can go to layout.fm. You can follow us on the Twitters, we are at LayoutFM, and if you want to uh, listen to more shows like this one, or uh, even better, uh, you can go to spec.fm, there's a lot of uh, great selection of shows. Um, should we talk about a Slack thing still? Here's the thing, oh, yeah. um, sure. spec.fm, uh, we have a Slack uh, team, you can request an invite at spec.fm slash slack, but you are uh, almost at the limit. So, Bryn and Brian and uh, all the folks, uh, we they are uh, building this thing called Spectrum, which I don't know if I'm going to have to edit this out. I'm pretty sure you can check out if you go to spectrum.chat. Um, pretty sure yeah, it's, it's okay for me to say this. Um, if not, hey, super secret, special thing. I uh, don't tell anyone about this, but you can you can check it. it has been, it's pretty cool
1: what is that voice what voice (laughs) i don't know your creepy voice
0: i'm i'm sick i'm on drugs dude cool okay dude all right uh we're gonna have to go uh thanks for for uh taking the time to record thanks to you and uh yeah talk to you next week dude all
1: right bye bye